Ducks fans, are you ready? You are listening to the Ducks and Pucks podcast. This is the number one home for Anaheim Ducks talk and analysis. Here we go. Welcome to the show. The show is Mike Walters, along my co-host Eddie Richard, and we have another, um, well, let's just say passionate show. <laughs> Last show, we got pretty fired up about some things about the league and the refs, especially a couple of those games against the Penguins. We, we were pretty animated and fired up, and well, I don't know, there might have been like a goal called back against the Ducks. We might be kind of fired up about that. Uh, there's some updates on Zegers and Drysdale we're going to talk about. Um, some of the games as well that we'll catch up with, but uh, a lot of craziness uh, <laughs> with the Ducks that we're going to dive into. But uh, Eddie, how you doing? Uh, I know you took your trip to Colorado and uh, uh, you had a good time, right? Beautiful. I loved it. Colorado was amazing. We got scolded by my buddy's wife because we're playing hockey, uh, ball hockey in his basement at 4.30 in the morning, <laughs> making a bunch of noise. It was like a full check, 100% serious game, but... It's good. My uh, my best friend Adam Kabolski. I met him playing ho- uh, hockey. He's a really cool guy, down to earth. He's so positive. Uh, I got to hang out with his two dogs too, so that made me happy. His dogs are full of energy, but they're really good people. So I'm glad they had me over and hosted me for the weekend. It, it just was something that I can get my mind off of like normal reality and work. So I, I can't even imagine. I can't even express how much I'm grateful to have friends like that. And it was a really really good trip. My flights, too, I didn't really sit next to people that were really weird. I got, like, decent people sitting next to you, so that was kind of awesome. You know what's funny, Mike? I was uh, actually booked my ticket thinking I was flying out Friday, coming back Sunday night or whatever. But it was in actually Thursday through Monday. Like, I screwed up my whole ticket, my whole flight thing, and it was just, like, whatever. But the extra day to not flying out, it was it worked out perfectly. I had to, I, he brought my work stuff, so... I didn't miss work. I was working from there on Monday, and we just hung out. So, really great, really good time. I'm glad I got that 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 time to go. Colorado, if we have fans in Colorado, listen, I love you guys. You guys are awesome. I love Colorado. Coloradians, if you want to call them, I forgot how do you say it, but yeah, you guys are awesome, and I love you guys. Uh, Mike, most important question. You know what I'm going to ask. So go ahead and answer it before I even ask. <laughs> you know what? I tried something new this week to drink. I, I found this at the store and it's Jack and Coke and it's actually already in the can ready to go. Like, and it's amazing. I already had a couple before the show. I don't know if you've seen those Jack and Coke, like already no, ready to I go haven't. pre-mixed in. The, yeah. It, I, I went, I was running a bunch of errands before the, uh, the game against Florida. And, uh, I was like, huh, I, you know, I do my normal, you know, we always talk about Red Bull Vodka, but I, I, I saw this Jack and Coke in the can. I was like, oh, I'm going to try it. So today uh, I tried it and I was like, wow, it's pretty good. So I had a few of those and I feel pretty good. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I, I'm a little annoyed and I don't know why, but we'll, we'll talk about it later when we get into these games. But uh, yeah, uh, that's what I'm drinking. What are you drinking? Mike, you can answer that question. Come on. Who, who, what am I drinking? Pink Whitney. And? Uh, mango Cart. Oh, that actually sounds really good. No, I'm going to get Happy Dad. Happy Dad Seltzer. There you go. It's called the Big Papa. So, Mike, this should be your drink. (laughs) Fruit Punch one. But, yeah, I'm a little little pissed off, too. Before we get into the show, I'm really pissed off, Mike. Why? What's up? I go to AAA, pay my registration. 
$614. Ouch. It's like, what the hell? Why is it so expensive over here? And, it, and I was so busy this this month. I was going to register my car to my mom's address in Arizona. It's like $78 for like five years or something like that. I was going to do that. But nope, I procrastinated. I waited to the last minute and I didn't want my registration to expire because it's, you know, you pay more money and I don't want to waste a, a, a police officer's job. He pulls me over just for registration. It takes away from him doing his job and stopping everyone else. So $614. Like that's just insanely nuts how expensive it is. So that rant is over. I'll save the rest of my rant for when we talk about the Florida game. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you're right. The California uh, DMV, man. Talk about talk about legalized theft. <laughs> no wow. lube. No lube, Mike. No lube. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Just just take it, dude. Take it. Take it. Uh, I know. This is horrible, dude. Um, oh, you know, one thing that got a little better for, for you and me, though, is Friday night's at the Ducks games now, they have $5 beers, hot dogs, popcorn, and a whole bunch of other things if you're a season ticket holder or Orange Alliance member. So, the last couple Fridays that we went, uh, we got stuff and it was 5 bucks. So, they went back to the quote 1993 prices. So, I, I'm happy that the Ducks did that. I, you know, they're going to do it this season. I don't know if they're going to do it next season. No, but it was not. Yeah, they, they probably won't, but they're doing it for the 30th anniversary season on Friday nights. So that's kind of good because you and I are going to go on the 29th of December, right? We're sitting down by the, the benches. So we're going to get $5 beers when we go there. We we can drink three or four of those instead of spending, you know, 40, 50 bucks on four oh, or five. Oh, my <laughs> God. I want to thank Ruth. Ruth, thank you for selling us the, the tickets or selling, me the, yeah, selling us tickets and uh, giving us a really good, great price on it. Thank you so much. I'm being patient. I know our schedules are kind of crazy, and we couldn't really give you a, a specific date, but thank you for accommodating us. And um, Yeah, $5 beer nights. I don't know. I think Ruth might be like, let me take those tickets back and not give them to the $5 beer nights for both of us. But no, we're going to have a good time. It's going to be something, um, something a good experience uh, and everything and I'm, I'm glad i get to share that with you and and thank you again ruth um hopefully next time at a game we can see you we, we can both buy you a couple drinks or a few drinks for uh, hooking us up with some great value tickets so thank you yeah absolutely I, I saw her at the legacy night which i'll talk about that too in a little bit when we talk about the uh, ducks sharks game as well so uh definitely appreciate it and yes we'll have a good time so um, yeah, let's just kind of dive into what's happened in the last week or so since we did our last show. Uh, the Ducks playing some games at home. Uh, a short road trip, and they're back at home now. Um, they It's kind of frustrating. They, they lost to Philadelphia uh, at home, 6-3. Uh, you remember they had beaten them. We had talked about the last show about the Saturday game and how they lose those Saturday games to Philly. So I was excited to go to this game. I thought, oh, man, okay, we got Philly. You know, we're going to take them down, whatever, and, and no, we lost. <laughs> they actually did not play well in this game, except for some guy named Leo Carlson who, oh, you know, only had a hat trick in this game. Oh, that's um, it? Huh? That's it? He just yeah. scored three yeah. goals? Oh. Yeah. I mean, you know, he almost had four uh, in this game, too. I mean, he, he could have had more. He also got hurt in the game, and I don't know if I posted this on social media, but he... Uh, he uh, took a, a, a slap shot off like his ankle foot area, went to the bench. He did not sit down for a long period of time in the beginning of the third period. 
Um, and I was like, oh man, is he going to go locker room? And he didn't. And then he came back out and he got two more goals and he got that hat trick, even though the Ducks lost. And, uh, um, you know, bad that they lost, good that he won. And he is the youngest player in franchise history to score a hat trick, 18 years old and 319 days. Crazy. So, uh, you know, overall, not a great game for the Ducks, but really excited to see Carlson and the way he's developing and playing. Um, he's been such a bright spot for the Ducks this season, Eddie. Yeah, he, he he's a he he's a really talented player. He belongs in, in the NHL. He did not have to go down at all. Uh, yes, it's growing pains. It's gonna happen next season, the sophomore season, when players are more adapted to him and know his capability. They're gonna play harder against him. But I think he's gonna be fine. It is a great pick. I know people, fans, were pissed off about Fintali not being picked second, but I think the Ducks got a gem in this one. He's gonna be a great player and. I'm looking forward to seeing what he has. Like we're watching him grow, and we're watching a potential superstar. And that's something special for the Ducks. And him getting the hat trick was just the icing on the cake for him to get that motivation up, to get him fired up. I still don't agree with what they're doing, this whole load management thing, and how they're having him go to the gym or whatever the hell they're doing when he's off. He needs to be playing. He wants to play. His agent, I'm sure, wants him to play. There's no- nothing that says in my mind that. The player and agent are on board with the, how the Ducks want to do this. It's just he's ready to go. He, he's ready to do it. He looks good out there. I can't even tell he's a rookie when I see him play. It's just, I, I can't even tell. Like if I'm not looking at the numbers or I'm too drunk and I'm blurred out to see the numbers, I can't even tell he's a rookie. Just the way he plays, he's so strong. He said he wanted to work on his stride, but he looks pretty damn good to me when he goes out there on the ice. So I'm really glad we got him and. Um, he, I think he's going to be in the running for the Calder, a top five, or if not, maybe the top three. Uh, you have Minty, breathing down. Minty is just something, something unbelievable. He's just a freak of nature, and I, I can't even talk. I can't even talk enough about how he does. Even things that that aren't on the score sheet and scoreboard, just how he back checks and gets to the point. He's so fast. I, I can't believe how fast. And we'll talk about that more in the Florida game because he his back checking just. He creates things, and it seems like when Minty plays too, he makes everything around him better. And I think Carlson's going to be the same player, like the way he is. He's just going to make other players around him better and produce a lot more points. So I'm looking forward to watching him just grow and get comfortable in the NHL. Yeah, and I'm with you on the uh, development plan. It's been kind of kind of whatever. They have been playing him more lately, uh, you know, depending on how many games per week, right? He's supposed to play two games per week. So they, it seems like they kind of loosened it a little bit. So maybe, you know, the next uh, month, right, coming into December, we'll see him play a lot more. One thing I did crack up about was that game against Philly was uh, the veteran night, and they gave away boonie hats. So... When he scored the hat trick, all these boonie hats got thrown on the ice. It was like, it was just comedy central to me that you had a hat night and you got a hat trick. I, I mean, the only thing better would have been obviously the Ducks winning that game. But I just thought that that was ironic. And I've now seen three hat tricks in person. I've seen Terry, Vetrano, and Carlson this season. I've been to almost every single home game. Um, and it, it's just been crazy. It's been fun to watch them play. Uh, you know, it probably wasn't their best game, but. Um, you know, to see Carlson in action, uh, he's doing great. I think he's going to keep on rolling. Um, there's some stuff, you know, I'll talk about maybe a little bit later in the show, but th- there's some chemistry issues that the Ducks got to figure out with injuries and whatnot. But um, he's fit in, um, like Eddie talked about. He, he's, he's playing well. I mean, yes, he's, he's scoring offensively, but his overall game, he, he's smart with the puck. He's playing good defensively. 
Um, yeah, he does not look like a rookie. He really fits in um, with the style of play with the Ducks. And uh, I'm just really excited to see where he can go. Uh, you know, keep on going this season. And, and like Eddie talked about too with Minty, Minty's been playing well. Um, you know, he's had a couple of near misses on goals and then they turned into assists because other players have scored. Uh, again, another another guy playing, uh, you know, great two-way game as well. And uh, yeah, I mean, the Ducks ended up losing this game, um, but then they uh, had the, the really... Yeah, you got something, Eddie? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, just give a shout out to all my uh, my brothers and sisters that are veterans. Uh, for the veterans that just passed, um, thank you for your service. Uh, past, present, and future. I know uh, myself, I was in the Army. I know it's not easy and it's hard, so I just wanted to give a shout out and show some love to you guys, especially the, listening to the show. Um, you know, thank you for your service, even though I'm, I'm, I'm your brother and sister. You know, in that same thing. But, you know, Mike, what pissed me off, and I posted on Twitter, and it just pissed me off. I saw a lot of veterans that were commenting on Ducks pages that wanted the hat, and then people are trying to charge them for it and stuff like that. I think that was absolutely bullshit. Like, if I were at the game and I got the extra, I, I wouldn't wear the hat, but if I had a, a new a veteran or something, I would just give it to them for free. Like, why are you going to charge them for that? That's what bothers me, Mike. I, I don't know, like, how you feel about this, but, like, when you get free giveaways, people are trying to profit off that. I think that's just kind of, like, and I, I'm sorry if I'm disrespecting people that do that. I get it. You paid for the ticket, and you can do what you want with your stuff. But I think it's kind of like, I don't know. It's just, uh, I just have a, a, a thing with that, especially on, on veterans, that veterans game. Like, I don't know. Just That's my thing. But, yeah, not to take away from it, thank you to all the veterans out there. Um, yeah, just keep staying up, and if you ever need anything, um, you can always message me, argonzo444. You can message Mike. Uh, you can talk to us. I understand how hard it is, especially when you first get out, how extremely hard it is. But I'm here for you. We're here for you. So I want to throw it out there before we talk about the next game. Yeah, no, you're right. And that's a good point. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Anybody, obviously you uh, being a veteran, uh, me having a bunch of people in my family that have been veterans as well. So anybody out there, you know, it, it, thank you for your service. Absolutely. And and yeah, I'm with you on the whole giveaway thing. Um <laughs> It, you know what a lot of people were doing in the past is uh, they would exit the games and they would do the giveaways and they would keep going in and out of the exits and grab a bunch of stuff and then of course you would see it on eBay. So uh, I, I had actually talked to the Ducks about this and I told them that you need to start giving away the stuff at the beginning of the games. Um, you know, and that's what they did. They gave away the hats at the beginning of the game um, uh, and this game against the Sharks that we'll talk about here now. On the legacy night, they gave away the Korea bobblehead when you walk in too. So, because once you walk in, you know you you get your seat and you scan in. That that's it. You know you can't. These people that are running around, what they're doing is is they're going to one exit, grabbing the item. They don't go outside. They run to another exit and grab an item. They just go to a bunch of different exits, and that's what they're doing. So now, you get it when you walk in, and that's it. You can't. You know if you're going to run outside, they're not going to let you back in. So, you know, you know, I'm glad that uh, the Ducks have done that because they've, they've started to limit that. But like what Eddie said, there's still people out there that, you know, they're going to go in there. And if you've got a group of four, you know, you're going to keep one or two and sell the others. I mean, it is what it is. I, I usually give away a lot of those things. Either, either we do giveaways on Instagram a lot, sometimes Facebook, or I just, um, you know, there's friends of mine that hit me up like, hey, did you go to the game? Can I get one? And I don't charge anybody. I just give it to whoever, you know, I've got a lot of extra stuff that that we do so and it is unfortunate like eddie said too because with that specific event those hats are for vet you know it's a veteran event so that's even worse but 
you know, some people want to make a buck. So, I mean, it, it is what it is, unfortunately. But um, the Ducks did then play the Sharks, who have just sucked royally this year. And they had their Legacy Night. And I wanted to talk about this because the Legacy Night thing is, is, is a good thing if you can do it. If you have tickets, you can buy tickets to the Legacy Night um, events. And there was three of them. There's already been the one, obviously. There's another one in January and then another one a little bit after. I think it's uh, February or March. But you can buy either individual tickets, like game tickets, and then the Legacy event ticket. Or if you have game tickets, you can buy them separate. And the Ducks have been posting all that, which was really cool on this game against the Sharks. Got to go in there. Um, Solani, Korea, and Gia Bear were there. I got uh, Solani to sign my jersey, which was cool. The logistics was a little bit of a nightmare. Um, they the, the old Shock Top, as you guys know, it's now the, the Brewery X Beer Garden. Um, they have people walk in there, and, and it was you know two and a half hours before the game, but you have to go up this escalator to get up there by the, the Wild Wing statue, and they had one metal detector. So it took like, th like 30, 35 minutes to get in. And then it's just kind of a disarray in there. You kind of get in line for Gee, Korea, or, or Solani to try and get stuff signed. And it's it's a little bit of a nightmare. So I know a lot of people weren't happy about that. I, I saw some people there, including Ruth and other people that uh, I know. And I know that <laughs> their voices were really made uh, to the Ducks organization. So I'm hoping it's better the next two times. But if you do get those tickets and you're able to go, go early, get in line. Um, they take photos. They'll autograph uh, jerseys or shirts or whatever. There's no there's no restriction on that. Um, I, I ended up buying it for all three uh, games because if you're also if you're a season ticket holder, talk to your ticket rep. You get a little bit more of a discount on the tickets. Um, so that's another thing. If you're interested, I don't know if it's sold out for the other two or not because there was there was hundreds of people at this last one. I was surprised they they packed that beer garden. It was crazy. But you also get free appetizers and free drinks so when i stood in line for solani you know what i did eddie i sent the missus to go get the <laughs> drinks <laughs> i had a multitask but um i know eddie you're looking at maybe going to that one in january when we i'm go going i'm get, going for sure yeah i it'll be a blast dude you bring whatever you know i'd never seen korea in person i didn't get a chance to take a photo with them which i was kind of bummed but i'm going to try that try and do that the next time eddie but i just want to give this information out there because it didn't really i don't really see a lot of this info I, I honestly found out about it last minute and bought a ticket like the day or two before the deadline i didn't even really know the details about it um and i'm bad at checking emails i really am so like i, I my ticket lady she, she's awesome she actually emailed me and i forgot about it but I had seen a post that the Ducks made and I hit her up. So if you get to partake in it, I, I highly recommend it. Even if you can only go to one game. Um, because they had other alumni there too. I, I don't know who's all going to be there at the next two games. But I'm assuming Tamu and Korea and Gi will be there again. Um, so um, it's a gr great experience, Eddie. Thinking Jagir might, might make an appearance. He has to. I mean, it's like his, his jersey should be retired for the Ducks. So I'm I'm pretty sure that's gonna be one, but yeah, Mike, I I, I wanted to go. So but when I saw that, I want I never met Korea in my life, and Korea was really an instrumental um, part of my life that made me love the Ducks. Him and Solani, and I, I got to meet Solani um, numerous times. I'm really fortunate. Solani is Solani's like an angel <laughs> from Earth. Like he's just the perfect person, the perfect professional athlete you ever want. Um, he's always awesome. Like no matter what, like he makes you feel. 
Like, he gives you his undivided attention, especially when I went to his restaurant when I asked him. And I felt bad for bothering him. He was out there socializing. And it's just like, hey, when I walked up to his restaurant, I was like, hey, you gonna, can I just say hi? He's like, oh, yeah, give me a second. And I thought he was just busy. He wasn't going to come. He comes back to my, my table, and he talks to me for about 20 minutes. It, it, it was awesome. And, the <laughs> you know, Mike, I told the story before, but it was funny because... When I was at that restaurant, I had a knee brace on. I blocked the shot playing my little beer rec league hockey. So my knee was busted. So Sonny asked me about that. He's like, what happened to your knee? I'm like, block the shot. He's like, are you a goalie? I'm like, no. I was just trying to block a shot for my goalie. He goes, you're a fucking idiot. Don't block shots. You're not a goalie. I'm like, what the hell? He's Sonny. <laughs> I was like, all right. But, yo, he was cool. I tried to buy him a drink. And he's like, well, you can. But he's like, I kind of own the restaurant. I'm like, oh. But yeah, um, I really wanted to go to that night. Um, it's just I was in Colorado, but I'm looking forward to going to the one in January, Mike. I'm sure like, you and I will meet up. I'll probably just go to your house and, and kind of go with you guys um, for that. I kind of invited myself, but oh well. <laughs> Mike, we're brothers, so I can do that. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be fun. I think uh, meeting Korea is going to be really cool. Um, I, don't, I don't care about autograph or – I don't even care. Like, I want a picture. I don't care. I just, just want to shake his hand and tell him thank you for um, just – Changing my life, like watching him and Slani just really um, changed my life and got me into hockey. And like, I could have been one of those piece of shit kids in high school or doing stupid crap, but no, I wanted to play hockey. And I went to games, went to practices, and I really devoted myself to hockey. And I met some so many great people in hockey, including you, Mike. And I, I think I owe all that to um, Slani and Korea at first got me into that and then Patrick Wall too and a few years after that I started like watching Patrick Wall and really loving his play so it's gonna be fun so I'm looking forward to the next legacy night that's gonna be awesome so um I'm not a big uh, bobblehead collector I know Slani's uh they're gonna give Slani's bobblehead away but so I'll probably just you know uh give it away on Ducks and Pucks and whoever wants it hopefully I can try to get it signed like I get in there and give it to me first and get it signed by Solani. So we can give that away, but regardless, I'll just give that bubblehead away on Ducks and Pucks. Yeah, the, the Solani too, like, man, I, I got lucky with him signing my jersey because <laughs> by the time I, I got up to him in the line, they started a Q&A session, which I, I wrote an article on that. I kind of talked about, you know, what they thought about the team and they shared some memories on there. There's a lot of good stuff on there and Korean Solani are really, really big on the team and how they're playing and 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 what the future holds for them. But uh, I got up to the line and I got cut off and then they did that Q&A and then afterwards, you know, everybody just kind of mobbed around Solani and uh, we just, he, he just, luckily he was just signing everybody really, you know, signing their jerseys and the shirts and whatever they had really quick. And he signed my jersey on my back because he had to go do the, the pregame. Um, and, and they were trying to get him like, hey, Solani, we gotta go. Hey, we gotta go. And he's like, he's just sitting there signing everybody's stuff. You yeah, know, he's yeah. just... <laughs> He mentioned that on, uh, I guess they had the duck stream, that YouTube thing, and yes. Slani walked in late because he was signing all the autographs, but that that's the kind of guy Slani is. Slani is, I, I said, he's he is the best professional athlete and one of the best persons in the whole entire world. He, like, he just, he, he gives a shit and cares. Yeah, I just, Slani is one of those people, he just, he cares and he really cares about his fans. Like, he has a good heart. Like, I think he has, like, one of the biggest hearts in the world and i can't believe he's a professional athlete yeah 100 percent, and that's what he did he hung out there and had everybody sign all their stuff it was, it was amazing 
Um, on to the game. Uh, the Ducks, you know, they, they took down the Sharks. Uh, they beat them 4-1. to one. The Sharks have had, you know, just a horrendous season. Uh, we saw Vetrano get a couple goals in this one, which was good. He hadn't, hadn't scored in a few games, so you saw him pot a couple. He had an airmail special by Gudis. He had a point shot that was blocked that flew in over the goalie. Uh, also, the Ducks have been picking up on their fights, too, lately. You had Carrick and Jones getting in fights, and the Ducks really took it to the Sharks. So, overall, uh, you know, a good game. I mean, they should have beat the Sharks. The Sharks haven't been playing well. Um, they're, they're fighting. It seems like, we've talked about this before, it seems like the Ducks and the Kings rivalry hasn't been as hot. It seems like it's more been the Sharks, and especially Arizona, too. And, uh... Uh, just overall, a good game. Um, the Ducks took it uh, took it to the Sharks, and they did what they needed to do, Eddie. And they, you know, they came back and won after losing to Philly. Yeah, it's just no brainer. They they should have beat the Sharks. Sharks. They had a, a few um, games that they got lucky on. Uh, I think the same thing. Like they just, the other teams got complacent. But yeah, the Sharks are in a shit show right now. It's, I love to, I love to see it. I'm sorry, I love to see it. I, I hate to see people's misfortunes, but the Sharks screw them. I don't care. You guys can go downhill. You should bury your head in a, a thing. But, yeah, it's good to see that. Um, I, I love the fights. Uh, Mike, you know that. I love the physicality. I love the fights. The thing about the Sharks, though, like, they're being more physical and they're dropping their gloves. Like, they know they're a bottom feeder team and probably going to go down as one of the worst teams in NHL history. But their players, some of them have passion and they're really going to drop the gloves and fight. So, I, that's one positive thing I, I can see from them, but yeah, it was a good win, and I'm glad we beat the Sharks. Yeah, and another team that we we don't like is the Predators. The Ducks, after beating the Sharks, went on this quick back-to-back road trip. They played Nashville, and then your second favorite team, Colorado. Um, but they, they they played against the, the Preds. They were actually down 2 nothing in this game. They were able to rally back and win. Ended up being the sixth come from behind victory in the third period in the first 15 games of the season, which is an NHL record crazy. Uh, you talk about fights. Gudis got in a fight. He also got a goal and an assist. Got a, a Gordie Howe hat-trick in this one. And, uh, uh, you know, we talk about the Ducks coming from behind and, and doing all this stuff. And, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll kind of talk about it in some of the, the next couple games after this. But uh, they are able to do it again, Eddie, I, you know, and uh, they, they weren't able to do it in Colorado and Florida, and I'll, I'll, I'll table that for a minute, but uh, at least they were able to do it in this one. Uh, you know, it's not, it's I don't, I don't know how long they can keep doing it, but man, it, it, the Ducks have been exciting. They've been able to come back and almost every game when they've been trailing in the third period. Yeah, you know, it's comeback kids, but like you said, you can't sustain that the whole season. Like, it's, it's hockey, it's 82 games. It's a rough, uh, rough sport. Uh, once they get closer to playoffs, more teams are more geared. Uh, they know um, who's uh, who's real, who's not. Um, back you know back then, last season, they thought you know Ducks. You walk over there, you can just do whatever. You can get drunk the night before, play hungover, and beat the Ducks. But the Ducks have no quit this season, so teams are going to catch on to that quick. It, it's not going to happen. I keep saying that. I'm not trying to bust anyone's bubble. I'm not trying to be a, a negative Nelly, but this Ducks team isn't ready for the playoffs. And I know a lot of people are excited because what's going on right now, but they're not a playoff team. Like we have to stop and understand that. And like this coming back from behind here and there, it's not going to work the whole season. Like teams are going to get better Uh, trade deadline. They're going to bring more assets and no, it's just, we we have to just be proud that the Ducks are improving in all their categories and they're just 
poisoned themselves to be a really superstar and potential to be a Stanley Cup contender every each and every season. So we can get that. But yeah, Mike, it was great to see uh, them beat the Preds. It was great to see a Gordie Hell hat trick. Um, I was trying to look up too. I couldn't find it. How many Gordie Hell hat tricks has Gudis had in his career? Because Gordie Hell himself only had two. And I was trying to see how many Gordie Hell hat tricks the Ducks had in a season from a player, and I couldn't find that either. So if you guys are listening, you guys can um, you guys can find that information out. Uh, go ahead and send it to us. If yeah, send it to us, and we'll send you something. I can't find it. So if you guys can find it, send it to us, and I'll definitely make sure you guys get rewarded for uh, you doing the research for us. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's one of those stats that's hard to research. I, I actually haven't looked it up, but but you know it's funny that you bring up the fact that Gordy Howe himself only did it twice. You would think like it's named after him, he would have done it like 10, 15 times, right? And uh, I remember hearing that before that he he's you know done it just two times i was kind of kind of shocked but um with gudis i don't know it might have been only his first time i i don't know we'd have to go look and, and see like you said i i've never really researched it so i don't want to say it and be wrong you know what i mean eddie because we get blown up if we put on the wrong stats <laughs> yeah well i i know he had one before so i'm not okay. sure like how many total he had like in his career but so at gudis, least two yeah, so Gudis is he? Oh, I love him. He's oh, he's he's awesome. Like everything he brings to the team, the energy. Um, I think he's playing some of his best hockey he's been playing. It's a it's a good fit. This fit was perfect uh, for the Ducks. It's just awesome, and he he's just it seems like he loves playing here, and we love having him. And like uh, like your wife said to Mike, I want a Gudis jersey. I, I like that's that fits my style of play. So it's like, man. Yeah, awesome. she's yeah. She, we're, I'm gonna get her one. I'm waiting for those of you that are um, you know waiting for the 30th anniversary jersey. It sounds like the, that they're gonna have it for sale at the team store within the next week or two. Don't you know? Don't quote me on it. But little 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 birds, little ducks on the street, telling me that uh, they should be having them for sale pretty soon so i'm gonna try and get her one of those and the goodest one i actually it's kind of disappointed i wanted to get her the orange jersey um in it but like the nhl is kind of weird because the ducks aren't gonna wear the orange jersey this year they can't make that jersey at the team store so i don't know maybe monkey sports or cool hockey could but there's kind of a limit yeah there's kind of a limit at the ducks team store and it's not it's not the employee's fault or anything either, too. So if you go in there and like you try to order a certain jersey and they can't make it, it's 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 not up to them. It's up to the league. So Gudis is on the team this year, but they're not wearing the third orange, so they can't put him on the third orange. I, I don't know. It's some, some weird thing with the NHL because I went in there and I was going to try and get an orange third surprise, uh, you know, my better half, and then they were like, oh, yeah, you can't do it because we're not wearing it this season, and it's, it's a league thing. So I was like, ugh. That kind of sucks. So, but yeah, she's she's all she loves Gudis. She's all 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 about uh, him and his style of play. And like you said, Eddie, the way he fits this team, it's been working out great. Um, you know, he's been scoring goals and getting assists and, and fighting and hitting and just all the passion that he brings. Uh, even in this game against the Predators, when he you know got that goal, there's that photo we posted and everybody posted too of him. You know, just just screaming. You know, and, and and everything, and it was just amazing. That game was amazing. 
Uh, especially against the Predators, because, you know, the Predators, it's Nashville. It is what it is. You know, we, 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 we don't like them just like we don't like the Sharks. So it was good to see the Ducks win that game. Um, but, you know, and they, they put together two wins, but then, of course, they go to play, you know, Eddie's second favorite team, the Avs, and uh, I, I, they did not uh, play well in the beginning of this game. They they got there again, just like in Nashville, they were down by two goals, heading into third, but uh, the Avs just, just they laid it out on the third. A couple quick goals uh, to start that period. Um, Jones got a goal to get the Ducks kind of back in there a little bit, but then, you know, they added two more goals, like it was like 20, 22 seconds or something like that. Um, and, and then the abs just rolling, man. They, uh, it just, I mean, it was back to back, but whatever. I mean, you know, they play a lot of back to back games, but, um, this, this was the worst loss that the Ducks had this year, obviously losing eight to two, but I, I wasn't that upset. The abs are a, a pretty elite team. And if you compare the way that the Ducks have played this year compared to the last year, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take a blowout loss, you know, in 15, 16 games. Whereas last year, it seemed like every other game or every third game, we were getting smoked. So I wasn't too upset. I, I thought they didn't play well uh, to start. I, 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 you know, I thought that I was hoping they would come back in the third, but um, the Avs just too fast, too quick, too much skill. Eddie, you know a, a lot more about them than I do because you follow them as well. And uh, you know the Ducks just they just couldn't they couldn't you know turn it up in the third period against them. No, uh, the Avs are probably one of the I want to say top or if not top three teams in the NHL. Like if they win the Stanley Cup, I wouldn't be surprised. They they're so talented. They have they can they can score from everywhere they have. I'm surprised the goalie hasn't scored. The only thing that the Avs <laughs> I can say is um, I'm not sold on Georgiev. I don't think the Avs had a solid number one goalie in a long time with Kemper and Grubauer. I can't see them being that, like, those goalies to take them to the next level. Um, they rely more on their heavy offensive offload and their defensive skill. The goalies are uh, in my opinion, Georgiev's a B goalie still. I, I watching the Abs games too. I, I don't I don't see him, but we had taken consideration that the Ducks had travel. They had a, a game before coming to Colorado and that elevation it really screws you up. Like I grew up there. Well, I didn't grow up there. I I was stationed there for four years. I go back there here and there, but I went back there like last week and that elevation screwed me up a little bit. Like I was like. I first got there, I started feeling weird, lightheaded. I'm like, holy shit, like, what, what's going to go on? I had to, like, chug a few beers <laughs> just to kind of, like, subs- subsidize that. But, man, that elevation kills you, especially when you have a back-to-back game. It, it's not easy. It's it's hard. And the Avs are definitely an elite team. So, I mean, I, you can't hold this this game against them. Avs have been like, getting steam lately. They beat the shit out of uh, Seattle, and they kept them down. Their defensive uh, game is getting better. They kept Seattle um, under shots too, so it's like it didn't surprise me. I mean, it, it kind of surprised me that that the, the coaching staff left Dostal in there uh, after the after those goals. Like, I understand Gibson's tired, but like, dude, you can't let your goalie out to hang to dry yet. To like, if it's that many goals, pull him. And I'm, I'm more biased too because I have Dostal on one of my fantasy teams, so that kind of irritated me too. But no, it's just you can't be mad about this game. Like, it's the worst game they play, but they're playing against the Avalanche. Like. You really can't you can't get upset about this. Avalanche are a great team. It's like putting Ducks against Boston or one of our, our Vegas. Like they're high elite teams, and they know how to score from all four lines and all three defensive lines. And what the Avalanche do is that they're just they have no quit. I mean Nathan McKinnon only had two assists that game. That's it, two apples. 
an 8-2 game. So everyone else was scoring. They fired from all directions. So it was just one of those things where reality came back to the Ducks. And it's like, okay, yeah, we're not, you know, we we won a few games. We came back from behind. We had this streak. But no, reality comes. You're not that team ready for the next level yet. But they are. And I can't wait till the Ducks uh, gets to that level. They're going to be so, Mike, I keep telling you, they're so dangerous. This team's going to be elite, crazy. Everyone's going to be jumping on the bandwagon. Like all those people, those those wannabe Ducks fans that don't watch games anymore because Ducks are bad, they're going to be jumping over there. And, oh, I've been a Ducks fan since this time, but blah, blah, blah. You know, this team, this Ducks team's going to, they're going to have a lot of cups coming their way. Uh, it's just it's crazy how the development for the players that are going and how they bounce back in the next game too after getting spanked like that. I love to see it. Yeah, they didn't have that. Well, we can wait until we talk about Florida. Okay, well, we'll transfer to Florida. Ducks played Florida uh, last night, so we'll talk about that. I, I, the Ducks had a chip on their shoulder, and I, I loved it. The first two periods, Mike, were horrible. I was like, okay, the first period was more like, it was like filling each other out. Um, just like the first date you have when you're 13 years old. You just do that little Philly moment. Uh, but Florida kind of just, uh, kind of like, I guess the Ducks assumed that Florida was going to be tired from the California trip playing San Jose two nights before playing the the Kings the night before. And no, Florida just didn't have any quitting. They have Brandon Montour back. They had... Um, Oh, what's the other guy? I can't remember his name right now. But they had another player back that came in. Uh, yeah, yeah, they had him back. So it's like everyone's like getting all fired up for that. Stolar is playing his old team, so I know his team must have went for him. And yeah, they came to play. The Ducks didn't wake up until the third period. They finally woke up and they were dominant. But Mike, go ahead. We can talk about the third period now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, honestly, Mike. Like people listening to this show right now, they don't care about the first and second period. I mean, we can ask them next week what what happened. No one's gonna remember anything but the third period, so we can. Yeah. So, so they're in person again watching this game, and uh, Eddie's right. The just like the Avs game, the Ducks didn't play well in the first forty minutes, and the Ducks were again down by two. It seems to be a common theme that they're down by two a lot. <laughs> In the second period or, or beginning the third and Eddie's right they, they, they turned it on the third period uh, you had Frank the Tank getting his team uh, leading 12th goal on there and then you had Silverberg on a wraparound that uh, at first watching it live I, I didn't think he scored it, it looked like you know Stolarz had made the save then you know and then there's like pandemonium right because the people sitting down low because I, I sit up high in the cheap seats so I, I'm like I and, and the angle that I was at it was on the other side from where I'm sitting. So I, I couldn't really tell. But you hear everyone else jeering and cheering and going nuts. Then, of course, they go to do the replay. And they do the replay with those little tiny iPads, which don't get me started on that. But, um, you know, then they show the replay on the big screen. And we're all going nuts because we see the overhead. You see the puck go in uh, under the crossbar. It hits uh, Stoli's pad and comes back out. And when you're watching it, there's a little bit of uh, space there between the red line and the puck when you see it on the big screen. So everybody was like, oh, yeah, this is a goal. This is a no-brainer. You could see even the Florida players on the bench, they thought it was a goal. Um, so the review took like four or five minutes. It took forever. 
And then they come back and they're like, it's no goal. And then, like, one thing I have to give credit to is the fans this year. You guys were nuts, dude. They just started chanting, ref, you suck, like, for the rest of the game. Like, it was just insane. Uh, JoJo was trying to get the crowd going, and he's like, yeah, let's go Ducks. Everyone's was like, no, nah, ref, you suck. And it was just like, everybody was legit pissed off, and, and rightfully so. Um, the thing is, uh, on this, um, I know a lot of people were mad at the refs there at the game, obviously, but they didn't make the final decision. It was the the, the uh, war room in Toronto. Not doesn't make it any better, but just so you know, be, that you know that's that's what ended up happening is it went over there and they reviewed it, and you know I kind of sat on it. I, I you know I was really upset. Uh, I did like the way the Ducks kept pushing. I thought that they were gonna get another goal and tie it up anyways because they were just all over Florida that third period. I really 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 felt my heart that they were going to be able to tie that game, and they didn't uh, after the goal was taken away, right? But I went back and looked. You know, everyone's posting photos. I'm looking at video. I, I came home after the game. I rewatched it on TV, uh, posted some stuff. And and, and don't sh shoot me for this, but I, I could see the argument on the overhead where people were saying, hey, you zoom in, it's grainy, the uh, the red line, you're not 100%, you can't see it. You know, I, I get some of that. People are arguing, saying, well, it's not conclusive because of that. I'm like, okay, okay, we can argue about that, right? But then you see the shots from the front of the net. And from the front of the net, the puck is sideways against Stoli's pad, and the pad is in the fucking net. And there's a space between the pad and the puck and the red line on the shot from the front. You know, and then some people are like, well, they shouldn't look at that view. No, screw you. The war room has 5,000 fucking cameras. That view right there, it's a goal. I don't care what you say, whatever. There's other people talking about the, the Palax, whatever fucking effect. No, the puck wasn't flat on the ice, you dipshits. It was on its side against his pad, and there's space there in between on that. So you can argue the overhead view, and you can say, oh, I can't see the red line. It's grainy. Sure, I'll go with you on that. But once you look at the front view, that puck's in the freaking net. I'm sorry. That was a goal. The Ducks got fucking screwed big time. Now, I'm not saying they should have won. They should have gotten overtime. Whatever. But they absolutely scored two goals in this game, period, Eddie. No, well fucking said, Mike. Holy crap, let me go off on it now. Hell yeah. I love the passion, but yeah, that was the most bullshit. I had, I saw on Twitter other people from different fan bases even agreeing that was a goal. Like, I saw one person that was a Kings fan. He had a Kings thing on his um, on his profile picture. He goes, I hate the Ducks, but that was a goal. Like, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, I don't understand why this league is just going shit downhill. Like, I, I don't know if they're just trying to alienate fans. They want to just, just, I, I don't know what's going on. It, it's so dumb. Like, seeing the videos, so many angles. And if, if it's grainy, hello, it's 2023. How is it grainy? I've seen people, uh, videos on Facebook that have people have, like, there are surveillance cameras in their homes that have better surveillance. Like, how do you not see <laughs> that? that? That's like, that's just bullshit. It's crap. Like, I don't know. It seems like, like uh, I'll be conspiracy theory. It seems like the, the whole league has a script. And, like, Ducks can't win. They have, they have Florida. They have to, like, kind of designate who's going to be in the playoffs for the, the more profit. The, obviously, the Ducks are the lower-tier team for profitable stuff. So, it's like, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking outside the box. But, dude, that's just 
that pissed me off. You know what, Mike? I told you offline. I was cool. I was seeing my mom today for our Thanksgiving dinner. She moved to Arizona, so I wanted to see her. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be cool. I'm gonna have a few drinks. That's it. After that non-goal, that that, that call back to goal, whatever. I I got another. I called Uber Eats and I got more beer. And I got drunk because I was pissed off. My article, guys. I wrote an article in a while. I just like I I, I tweet it too. It's like it's my dad passed. I just haven't been myself, but it felt good to. I guess like the only positive thing about that is I got that passion and that fire. I got fired up and I wanted to write. It felt good to write, but that was such bullshit. Like I can't believe that was no goal. And then you yeah, have the 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 even some Florida fans too. Mike, I don't know if you saw. Um, if you went to yeah, some Florida fans even said that was a goal. Then you have some, some idiots that don't even know what the hell they are, telling you, oh, it's it was a goal. It was a goal. Like idiot, you can't even freaking distinguish a goal or not. Like it's just so bullshit. Um, this comes to my question at Tomo underscore WB. He asks, what is going on with the state of the refs this season? So many bad calls and controversy. Tomo, they're a piece of shits. Like, I don't know what's going on. They're doing drugs. And once I get enough money in my life where I don't have to work and have to worry about it, I'm going to go hang out with the refs and do the drugs they're having. Because I don't know what the hell they're seeing. Um, they're just horrible. And I mentioned too, and I, I don't want to like, wish pain and hurt anyone, but if I were playing and I've done it before, I would shoot the puck right in their freaking mouth and break their, some, some of their teeth. Like, Hey, start calling this game, right? Start calling the game fair. Hockey had such a prestige thing against every other sport of being different. It seems like hockey's declining and they want to be like basketball and football and it's not going to work for them. And they want to just appease to the the new crowd, but like, what about the people that have been there since the beginning? And it, it's just it's totally bullshit. And it was a horrible call, like you said, Mike. And I agree with you. The Ducks probably had no business winning this game the way they played, but that goal should have been two two. And you know what? I want to call it the Ducks too. You guys were awesome. Your social media team posting the thing saying Ducks lost two two, and you deleted it out of fear. That just that that's just fucking terrible like have some backbone like come on like say crap like i get this whole society is so sensitive but keep that tweet that was the right tweet to do and you shouldn't have deleted it but i'm pretty sure the league is uh pressuring you another thing mike too by the way uh one of my sources told me the ducks are getting fined and a suspension's coming and a f they might lose their first round pick mike uh, Wild Wing was spotted uh, wearing a Hockey Fights Caster jersey. And apparently that's that's against uh, people. Um, I guess people, you know, fuck it, I'll say it. People's standards. Like, they want to uh, to kind of exclude that shit. Like, Ducks can't wear, teams can't wear a Hockey Fights Caster jersey. That's fucking bullshit. It's just dumb. But I guess I'm, I'm done with my little rant. So I'll kind of end this before I pass it off to you, Mike, on a positive note. I do want to give a shout-out to one of my best friends, Lauren Boardman. Uh, she lost her dad on Wednesday from a bone marrow cancer. So um, that kind of sucks. Um, I've known her. She was my girlfriend back in high school when we were like 15, and she's my best friend now. I grew up with her family. She lost her mom from cancer too. So I want to just give a, a shout-out to, to her and send my love and prayers to her and her family. Uh, Mike, uh, especially your dad beating cancer and uh, your sister-in-law is in the battle with it. So I want to just um, give my love and prayers to you. And if you guys listening, if you guys pray or whatever, 
are just send your love to you know to my friend Lauren and and Mike and his family. Yeah, I appreciate that, Eddie. Yeah, my dad had uh, a couple years ago had prostate cancer and he beat it, and now uh, my sister in law has it and she's you know going through and dealing with it right now. And uh, honestly, in the last couple years, you know, I I don't know. We don't on social media. I, I don't try to get too personal. A lot of it, I just keep to you know the team and the sport of hockey and kind of you know what we're doing and what we're seeing and stuff like that I, I try not to get you know too into stuff like that um you know we usually reserve it for the show and yeah i mean in the last three years i've lost several friends to cancer um sadly and it's and it sucks to hear about lauren's you know dad and and then of course her mom you know that's just rough losing you and i both lost a parent and, and then you lose two parents to cancer i mean that's that's extremely tough it's just tough and i don't, I don't know during the game i just felt like because it was that hockey fights cancer and i felt like posting something about it which i, I you know i usually don't but I don't know. I try, I try to be positive when it comes to, you know, things dealing with, you know, life events and things like that. And Eddie and I know that uh, we, we or people that know us, I should say, that we're always there to talk to people and help people out. Um, we've both been through, you know, difficult times. I, I had my mom that um, had an aneurysm and almost died and ended up, it's a long story, but I took care of her for 10 years before she passed away and she was a big Ducks fan. And... Um, you know, uh, and I know there's a lot of you out there with similar stories uh, with friends and family and, and things like that. So that's that's the reason why I kind of post those things is just to let you guys know that are listening that, you know, you're not alone. There's other people that uh, are out there that have dealt with stuff. It's good if you can find those people and connect and share your stories and, and you know, um, build a little bit of a bond uh, and maybe ease the pain a little bit and whatnot. So uh, that's kind of why I threw that out there. Um, during the game and whatnot. So just just a little side note there with the hockey bites cancer thing. If any of you are going through that and dealing with it, but back to the game. Well, yeah, oh, well, yeah. Sorry, I'm but, glad you did that, Mike. It, it, that was a really powerful statement. I, I'm glad that you did that. It's just you know, I mean, we're all human and we all go through the same things. And I, I'm pretty sure other people that saw that you saw your tweet and read it. It just they they felt the same way and it just. Like I, I don't know. Like for me, like when you posted that and I saw that, it made me feel better. Like because I've been, I, I haven't been doing that well this week. I've been for some reason my dad and and hearing about like my friend Lauren's dad is it kind of like messed me up a little bit. But seeing that, it's like okay, you know, someone else is you know, is kind of going through like what I'm going through, and, and it helps. So it's like it made me thought like I think that if I get to that point where I need to talk to someone, like I can contact you and, and not bother you. Which it's you, you you're never a bother my brother, but it was a really good post and it was from the heart so i think it was appreciated and if you have things like that you posted more i i think our fans and, and everyone else would appreciate that yeah i don't know what it, what it was i just felt i just felt like posting it just um it's been rough honestly the last yeah probably the last three four years we've lost a lot of friends um to cancer um co-workers and whatnot and other other friends and things and yeah it's just uh i don't know i i try not i don't know what it was i just kind of felt like talking about it or posting about it i usually i usually don't but um yeah so um you know just know that you're not alone and and if you ever need someone to talk to eddie and i are, are here to talk about those kind of things um 
back with the game, the, the, the thing, <laughs> this was a kind of a funny comment because it reminds me of my mom. And as you all know, she's, she's gone. But uh, Rem underscore Yar is like, did, did you think the officials in Toronto had a hot date they wanted to get to? <laughs> and I, I just laugh at that comment because that's something my mom would always say too whenever the Ducks got screwed on a call or something. It's just, it's just funny. It kind of makes me uh, cry and laugh at the same time because <laughs> that's just something she would always say. She's like, oh... Oh, Mike, the refs had a hot day tonight. They don't want the Ducks to tie this game up, you know? And I just, I just, I don't know what it is. I just think about that and I laugh because uh, she, she used to say that all the time. It's just pretty funny. But, yeah, I, I don't know if it was that so much. Um, but, like Eddie said, if ugh, I don't know. With the stuff in the war room and, you know, betting and the things that go on with sports, you know, I I don't know. I, I just, it's frustrating. But, but the bigger picture to all this that's frustrating is we we have a solution we have technology like you know we could do better to 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 get these right eddie you said it and i just thought about the betting that's the betting line people make a lot of money if if certain teams win uh under over goals i didn't think about that like I should have thought about that because over there um when i was in colorado my my buddy adam and i were betting on everything we were just, we were drunk betting on everything. DraftKings too. Like I wanted to give them a shout out. Like I couldn't get my account set up because um, I wasn't a, a Colorado resident and all that. So I was giving my buddy money, but we bet on everything. But there, it's just like the NHL. It seems like when you go to the app and everything, it's all about betting the sports line, and they can lose a lot of money or gain a lot of money if certain teams win. That, that, that smells corruption. I'm not saying that's the case. Like, there's no proof. But, I mean, if I owned a business and it's all about money, I mean, I'm going to do the same thing. So, I'm glad you brought that up, Mike. And that sorry to interrupt you, too, but that was really something that, that we didn't really – I didn't think of. But that's something we had to take into consideration. Now, the NHL is so about betting. You have Washington Capitals with the bet MGM. Um, you go on the NHL app, it's like they give you the money lines, they give the bets, it's just, it's nuts. You go on uh, fantasy hockey now, they give you the betting thing too. So that, that's a good factor to do, so who knows, like, I'm not sure, I have to look into that, but if, if the big bet was like, hey, the Ducks, you know, will lose, Florida under certain goals, the, the league can stand to lose money if it doesn't go their way. So that's a good point to bring up. Yeah, I saw some people post stuff about it. I don't remember what the line was or whatever, but I just, I don't know, just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And, and like, the stuff, the, the thing is, is, is the big picture. This stuff could be avoided. Like, you watch, like, Mission Impossible, right? They have crazy-ass cameras that, like, go in pins and hats and ties and all kinds of funky shit, right? Like, you can't put cameras in the posts and the the crossbar. You can't put sensors, like, on the goal line or the puck. Like, I mean, there's, come on, there's technology that they could do that this would be a no-brainer. And you would have seen in that, that play that if they had a sensor where if the puck breaks the plane, right, in the goal, that it counts as a goal, that it would have been. Or, or that the puck itself has some kind of chipper sensor in it. I mean, there's technology. They could easily fix it and have that not be a problem, you know? I mean, you, you have the issue 
I mean, it's gone on before. We saw it in the playoffs last year. We've seen it a couple of seasons before. You've seen it where, especially when goalies have black pads, right? And they stack the pads and the puck's under the pads. And, and I mean, the pads are stacked on the line, so you don't see the, the puck because the pads are black. I mean, right? I mean, that's that's one thing that some goalies have talked about doing is like, oh, yeah, you got to have black pads. You know, it's a little bit of an advantage. I mean, there's stuff like that all over it. So, to me, the, the bigger thing is how do you... How do you uh, avoid this? Well, I mean, we have the technology. Like, like, start implementing it. Like, d- fix it. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. It just seems like a simple fix to me where we wouldn't have to zoom in on photos and then have these arguments on social media about, well, it's, you know, 90% across the red line, but there's a little piece of it hanging on the red line. Like, that's what some people are arguing. And, oh, by the way, the Oilers fans, you guys are hilarious. You guys still are sour about the comeback on Catella. Like, I couldn't believe it. When I posting the stuff about this thing, Oiler fans came out of nowhere and started attacking me, like, big time on... on they eat X a bowl of fucking dicks. Like, they uh, suck. and They're terrible. Yeah. Like, worry about your own team. You'll never win a Stanley Cup because your, your team's pathetic. You guys can't even freaking... Big David was gifted to you. You guys... I guarantee Drysaddle was gone after his contract's over. I would not be on one be that shit show. And and you know what? I've never really met an Oilers fan that was. I you know I have a few on Twitter that are cool, but the rest are just p- complete piece of shit. It's like you guys, like I don't know what your deal is. If you're not freaking getting enough uh, pleasure over there or, or whatnot, if it's illegal to masturbate in, in Edmonton, sorry, Mike, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> crossing the line, but. Dude, like, I don't know why Edmonton are so sour. You guys lost the game. You guys gave it three goals. Even if you want to cry about that last goal to tie it, you still gave up two goals. You guys are never going to win a Stanley Cup. You guys are worthless. I'm sorry. Like, don't bring it on us. Um, Dry Saddle will be gone soon, and McDavid will probably soon be follow, and you guys will be there in the bottom of the barrel uh, with the league giving you first-round picks that you'll screw up again. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. It's just they're coming out of the woodworks, you know. Like, like if something happened to to the, the Oilers on some whatever, some other player, whatever. Like, I don't know. I, I don't I don't go on social media and like try to like see what a bad call is against another team and go in there and start trolling their fans. Like, I I don't know. I got more things to do with my life. I just, I just thought it was funny because they started coming out of the woodworks that night and then uh following day and i was just like okay whatever guys like uh, you know they're just trying to say all kinds of crap and stuff but but whatever so i you know that's just my my thing i think that they can use better uh technology to avoid this so um we're, we're recording the show also before the st louis game so we'll get to that game on the next show but uh, the uh, man, we've already gotten close to an hour. It's been a it's been a blast of a show. But the other the other big part of this week, and another thing that I I'm not happy about is the update that came out on Drysdale and Zegris. Um, they had those quotes on there. Eric Stevens asked Cronin about uh, the training camp and missing training camp, and he, he was talking about how it was a factor. And then he talked about um, the area being affected uh, between the knee and the chest uh, area with uh, uh, Drysdale and Zegris. And then in the same thing, saying that, you know, he doesn't know exactly where the injury is and all this stuff. I just, I don't know. Now, now they're both on the IR. They added Zegris on there. Um, it's quote tricky when they're both going to come back. I don't like to normally speculate about injuries, but this time I'm going to, because I, this part drives me nuts. I I can't stand the NHL 
and their their lack of information with injuries. All the other major sports talk about whatever players got. NHL's upper body injury, lower body injury. It's like, come on, guys. So to me, and this is just speculation because I don't know, but I think it's a hernia or a groin issue with both of them, one or the other, or maybe they both have the same thing. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking because he's talking about from the chest to the knee. That that's that's what I think, and it's t- saying, and those are two injuries that don't necessarily have a specific timetable. So that's what I'm thinking, but um, I, I don't know what you think about it, Eddie. But I'm just kind of frustrated because they just <laughs> they just don't ever tell the specifics. It just drives me nuts with the NHL. It's like, come on, guys. Like I get it, you're trying to protect players from certain things, but I mean, football is a brutal sport, and they talk about elbow injury, knee injury hip injury, whatever. They don't they don't hide this crap. There's none of this upper lower body crap. And I, I don't know. It, it just boggles my mind that they, they talk about this. But And it's also frustrating too because, you know, we're missing these two guys and, and we don't know when we're going to get them back, Eddie. Yeah, uh, I guess I'm, I'm kind of I guess on the fence on it and then something I can uh, disagree with you. I mean, like personally, I, I don't think it's um, anyone's business uh, what's injuries going on. I mean, yeah, as a fan... I want to know what's going on as a fantasy owner because I, I take my fantasy hockey very, very seriously. And I want to talk about the fantasy hockey uh, later on in league news. But, yeah, it's just I think Cronin is one of those guys. Like I told you before, he's a scary guy. Like I wouldn't want to like screw with him. <laughs> and I don't think he likes talking to the media and like answering the same questions, stuff like that. Maybe he should have gave more of an update, but... I mean, I, I I think he's doing it more to protect the players and and kind of respect them in that aspect. So I, I I'm fine with him being really ambiguous about the injuries. Uh, it was funny, it's just injury from here to there. But um, obviously Z hasn't been playing his to his potential. Drysdale is, I don't want to say disappointment, but he he hasn't really he's been more injured than. He has producing, and it sucks because he's a fan favorite, especially with the, with the ladies. A lot of girls like him, but yeah, I, I guess I we I guess we can disagree on this, Mike. Where I, I think it's okay with him being kind of just kind of hush about this and not really giving us more of an update and being ambiguous about the injuries. Well, I, I was happy he at least gave a range. I mean, he did say between the knee and the chest. So, I mean, I, I was at least happy with that. Well, the knee part, and chest is know. just like... Well, I know, it's vague. Took a Viagra <laughs> and it didn't go down like... <laughs> I know, it, it's vague. I, I just It's just funny because he says that area, then he's like, well, then I don't know. I'm like, oh, God, come on, man. Like, Well, yeah, yeah, well, but, yeah. I, well, I know it's frustrating for you, too, because, like, you know, you run Ducks and Pucks and, and, and you're... You know, you're an analyst too. Like you want to put the information out for fans and everything. So I know, I get it. It's frustrating, but yeah, it's just it's just that. I mean, I'm I'm, but you're right. I mean, uh, I'm glad. I mean, at least they're telling us what's you know. At least we're getting some info. Some is better than none. You know what I mean? I, I guess that's the way I look at it. But I think it's interesting because now it's you know sparked. The other part of it is it sparked controversy. Now we had. Uh, uh, B D R O C H N E R on Instagram is like, what about these trade rumors? Was uh, Zegris, you know, is uh, Drysdale going to be someone that's going to be able to be healthy long term? Uh, we had Justin Anderson 9009 also on Instagram, you know, like, what are these theories on Zegris? You know, they were like always day to day, and then he goes, you know, it's, he says no word, but obviously we found out that he was on the IR shortly after that. And I don't, you know, I that part I don't 
I don't believe any of that crap. I don't believe there's any trade rumors right now with Zegras, nor even with Drysdale. I don't. I don't even think that's even anything. I, I think people that are talking about that are, are, are full of it. I think that they're just doing it to get clicks, um, to, to you know say that hey, there's this, this, and that, and oh, they might go to this team or that team. I, I really don't. I I don't think GM Verbeek is shopping either one of those guys. I think that they're legitimately trying to get them rest and try to get better and get healthy and it kind of goes back to the point that that you talked about eddie and another question we had we talked about this on the last show too but we had uh, uh joe c-a-e-l underscore joe you know what are some of the changes that need to happen to make the, the playoffs and we and we've talked about that uh, you know if they would make the playoffs or not and and we've kind of gone back and forth eddie's more on the side that they won't i'm more on the side that they they might squeeze in there but but we're both in agreement that they're not going to be a, a contending team uh, at least this season so i think that factors in with drysdale and zegris if these guys both have these injuries and like i said it's speculated of what we said they were but if if they have these injuries and the and the timetable is up in the air then you know that this team isn't going to be a contending team. Why rush both of them back to get hurt? Because that's exactly what Cronin was saying in his quote about training camp. He felt like they both missed training camp. Uh, specifically Drysdale, he said, came back like a bat out of hell trying to give it his all when he said, hey, maybe he should have started you know, a little bit of a lower gear, like, you know, 60, 70, 80% somewhere in there, as opposed to coming in at a, you know, a hundred plus or whatever. And he, and he felt that, that Zegers may have done the same thing. So if they did that then, and they're, you know, trying to get healed up, why rush them back and just to have them get hurt again, especially in a season where, hey, we know we're not going to go for the Stanley Cup. Let's just be real. We know that we, you know, we, we, Maybe we do squeeze into the playoffs, which I, I've said we, we might be able to do that. But um, even then, I mean, these two guys just signed their three-year deals. They're both very young. I mean, if they're going to miss 10, 20 games this season, I mean, it sucks. But, I mean, the coach said in his quote, too, you got to be patient with it. And, and that part, I, I'm actually really happy with what the organization for Beak and, and Cronin are doing. I, I don't – there's no need – to throw these guys back out there. You already had, uh, Zegers was not 100%, uh, apparently from a couple of reports out there, he was playing somewhat hurt to begin the season. We know Drysdale was now, and he and he only was in a sh- out there a short time. So that's kind of where I look at it with, with a lot of your fan questions and stuff. A, I don't think they're gonna, they're shopping to be traded, and I just think that B, they're just trying to be patient because there's no need to rush them. They're, we're not going for the Stanley Cup this year, and that, that's, that's how I feel about the situation with both of them, Eddie. Definitely, yeah, you're right, Mike. You hit it on like, like I can't even like <laughs> I can caveat on that, but like you hit every mark you can. I mean, this is an unpopular like, decision from like, my point of view. I don't see Zegris being long term for the Ducks at all. I think once his uh, his time is up, or even close to that, I think he's gonna leave. Um, the Ducks is just his personality and and everything and what, what Matthew. Kachuk did with the Flames. He let them know he wasn't like gonna sign long term. I could see that with Zegris. Um, he he probably wants to go back to home, New York, play for his hometown team. Um, it's just like it's different now in NHL. Like there's no loyalty, and they want to do what they want to do. And I can say in this show, you guys can quote me on this. And if I'm right, I'll I'll, I'll send you guys a, a jersey. <laughs> like I'll send you guys two jerseys. 
But I, I just I have a feeling that I don't think he's going to be long term for the Ducks, um, especially like his personality and he's really charismatic. But I think uh, it's nowadays these young kids coming in they they have more control than we think. So that's my whole point of view of that. Um, I hope I'm not. I hope I'm wrong, but I mean. It just I can read between the lines and it seems like it's going to happen. I mean, it is a good point that you bring up. And I've had people tell me similar things that you have said about him and him fitting with the team and how there's been, and that was part maybe of why the contract didn't get signed right away. So it's something to monitor. I mean, I, I, I see him still being on the team this year. Like I see Drysdale, we'll see how they heal up and play. Um, you know, do I think either one of them get traded down the road? I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, we'd have to see, but I, I think we'll know more once we get probably to the third year of each of their contracts. We'll see where the Ducks are in a couple seasons. We'll see, you know, how everything's going because this whole year is obviously new coaches and filling out and all that stuff. But, um, it, long term, like you're talking about, Eddie, especially with Z. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he will be there long term. And I know, I know a lot of the female audience is going to be upset because they really love Zegris and Drysdale. But I don't you know. know what? You know what? Mike, too, I wish I had that attraction. Like, I wish I was that hot, like Zegris, <laughs> for the female It's like, man, I go to the bar and try. But I wish I could just walk in there with his flow, his nice, <laughs> beautiful eyes. Hey, what's up? You know, I'm over here, like, trying to try. Damn it. <laughs> I play beer league, girl. <laughs> I scored two goals <laughs> last game. <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, no. Um, it's but the yeah. whole thing is it's just I'm, I'm observing and then taking into consideration other players of his caliber. And I, I see it's just unless Anaheim really makes a big stride, which I know they're going to, but I just I think Z is just more of a He's an outlier, and he just he wants to do his own thing, and he I really think he wants to play for his home team. I mean, it's not bad playing for New York. I mean, if he's that good, that he'll make the money. New York is expensive, but I really can't, especially the whole contract negotiations too. Probably put a little little divot in that, but yeah, we talked about that too before on the last couple shows this season. Uh, that's another thing to look at is. You had both of these delays in the contract, you know, and, and I've already seen people now doing the blame game too on social media. You know, they're they're getting mad at Verbeek and the Ducks management because they're like, hey, you didn't sign them right away. They came into training camp late. They tried to get up to speed and now they're hurt. You know, if you would have signed them before and they would have started training camp like everyone else, this wouldn't have happened, which... Ah, that's that's may or may not be true. I, I you know that's hard to say. I, I don't know. I mean, they're both young guys too. Uh, and Drysdale was already hurt from before, though. You know, this is it sounds like it's something different, obviously. But I don't know. You, I think that's a debatable point. But it's unfortunate because as you're talking about Eddie, is is it leaves in this little bit of consternation between the players, their agents, and the team and whatnot that. Maybe right now it's been healed up, but you know, long term, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. So, definitely something to keep an eye on. I, I but I overall, I think the Ducks are doing the right thing. We're, we're still 
Still exciting team to watch this year. They've gotten better at the power play. They've gotten better at the penalty kill. Um, they're scoring more goals. Yes, you know we don't want to be behind every time in the third period. But overall, everything I've seen so far this year, uh, it's it still leaps and bounds of everything I thought that we would achieve. Who who would have thought that they would have had six you know come from behind wins uh, in the first you know two months of hockey basically or less than two months of hockey? I mean it, it's pretty crazy. So. I still think the Ducks are making a lot of strides this season. I think they got to do some tweaking, some things, maybe with some of the lines. I know we had a question about that too, about you know how can we make the Ducks a little bit better. I think they need to do that. I feel like Terry's kind of been inconsistent. I think he could be a little bit better. Obviously, they're shaking up the lines here and there because Carlson's coming in and out. We've talked about that at nauseum. Zegers is now out. So there's a little bit of chemistry issues there, I think. But I, you know, overall, I, I, I'm happy. I mean, the, the the it's exciting to go see them play, even when they lose. Um, they're in every single game, even when they're behind. Uh, even against Colorado, I mean, they ended up getting blown out towards the end there. But I, I thought at the beginning of the third that they, I'm like, okay, they still have a chance. They get a goal. They're down by one. You know, you, you still feel that with the team. So, my, I guess that's just my little final thought before we go to the league news. Is I, I still. There's still room to grow, obviously, but overall, I'm still really optimistic about what we've been seeing so far, Eddie. Definitely, I love I, I love watching Ducks hockey. It's I mean, I love it before. I don't care if they're 0 and 82. I love the Ducks. I love the camaraderie. I love all the fans. Like I, I go to the games. Like I always find someone to talk to. Like Mike, I, I love talking to you. Like you're my brother. I don't care if I stop being a Ducks fan or whatever. It's just like you're awesome. But yeah, Ducks have been really improved. This is the best season we had in so many years of their play their improvement their special teams so it's really awesome so it's good to see so mike you know what i, I wanted to uh make a proposition for you yeah um, i wanted to do this and i didn't tell you this so it was like this is like live on the spot so <laughs> f- fantasy hockey our ducks and bucks fantasy hockey you you and i have yet to play each other Head, I know. head to head. What's, yeah. yeah, what's yeah. up with that? I think we're going to be like week 12, 13, or 14. So we have okay. some time. So my thing is, let's do something for the fans. Your team, yeah. Eddie. Your team, Mike. <laughs> and let's, uh, once we have that that thing situated and we're going to play each other, uh, we have fans go and they can tweet or, 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 yeah, they can tweet Team Eddie, Team Mike. They can Instagram Team Eddie, uh, Team Mike. Whoever wins that week, then we'll pick um, a fan that picked the the winner of that week, and we'll send him a jersey. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, that definitely sounds good. I got a couple extra line around that we were talking about doing giveaways, anyways. So yeah, and yeah. I never, I never. This is your first time in fantasy, so I never went one on one with you in fantasy. No, so. I, I yeah, because I think I I was looking at my stuff for fantasy hockey because I've played fantasy football like forever. And I played fantasy hockey like one time, like a long time ago, but never since you and I have been doing it. So, um, yeah, I, I'm down with that. I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah. So when you and I have that versus that week, then we'll make a big giveaway and and let the fans choose Team Eddie, Team Mike. And honestly, Mike, by the way, if fans choose you, they're wrong because I know I'm going to beat your ass in fantasy that week. <laughs> you, you probably will, man. My, no, my I team won't. Is... You have a good team. You have Brady Kachuk. That was my uh, yeah, goal. I mean, my team's okay. I just don't... I have goalie issues, you know. I, it's like, ugh. Uh, same with me. Know. I would make a mistake. But... I know. I don't know. We're, we're both like... I think you're... 
like 10th or 11th or something, and I'm 12th or 13th. I mean, we're like we're right there on our pl- playoff. Yeah. So Jay Schultz is number one right now in our league. Dude, he's like killing it. Yeah. Whatever that guy is, I seen his record. I'm like, good god. Like, yeah, but just... you, you want to think? Oh, what's what, what's his league right now? Arctic Bums. I think he he goes by. Uh huh. I can't see it right now, but he's always like he's always killing it too. But yeah, so and, and we'll make a bet and and you know what, guys? That if you if you're in fantasy team watching this, uh, looking at um, our podcast or listening to podcast, let me know. Like I'm down to make bets. Let's make a bet. Um, if we go head to head, if you win, I win. We'll send you something. It's it's cool. But Mike, you and I, when we go head to head, we have to do that. Team Mike, Team Eddie. Oh, for sure. I, I think it's going to be hilarious. And we'll fans would love it. that too. Fans would love that. People oh, yeah. that you're playing hockey or fantasy hockey would love that. So, be awesome. Oh yeah, for sure. It would be a blast. Um. Yeah, let's let's uh, wrap it up, uh, man. We've a good show. We're uh, kind of just a little, kind of couple more controversial things, I guess, <laughs> going on in the league. We'll wrap up uh, the show with this, and then um, we'll get going. But uh, Milan Lucic apparently was arrested for domestic violence and has taken a leave of absence from the Bruins. So there's a little bit of that going on, um, which I never really liked the guy. Um, you know, there's a no, no. I I've never really liked the guy. I I thought he was trash, anyways. And and there's there's a there's a video. I think it's a Miller going around now on social media where he was talking bad on Lucic. And uh, not saying I'm surprised this happened, but I just always I don't know. He just one of those people that I got a bad vibe from. I I just put it as that. Just kind of intuition. So when this came out, I, I not not saying I wish it would have happened, but I just was kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I just see that guy, and he just seems like he's kind of an ass. So, I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm curious what's going to happen with him though, and this, you know, you know, whole thing because we've talked about Chicago and the passes that they've gotten on a bunch of stuff. So I'm really curious to see how this pans out with him in Boston, Eddie. Yeah, I, I'm not really a person that judges a book by its cover, and I'm not defending him uh, whatsoever. Um, it just if he really had these like allegations, they're proven, and then fuck him. He should be out of the league. He should be done. Um, you should never put your hands on a woman as a man. Period. As a a family man, but I don't know what's going on. I haven't like I I I read and heard interviews, but yeah, it's just. I don't think like like people think he's like he's a bad guy that he is on the ice because of his role. And it's not fair to judge him for that, but no, you're you're right. I agree with yeah. you on that. I agree with you on that. And and yes, innocent until proven guilty for sure. I just just kind of like saw that. I was like, oh, I wasn't like super surprised. That's all. Yeah, I just, oh man, I just want to extend my my sincere like my love to his family, uh, his wife, and his kids and. And like I said, if he's if he's accused and he really did what he, uh, he's accused of being doing, then screw him and fuck him. You never put your hands on a woman. I had to grow up watching my mom get hit from people, and I, I'm really uh, advocate about that. But yeah, it's a bad thing for the league, and we don't need this kind of crap. We're not football. We're not basketball. Where it's like it's normal over there for that league, and. 
and definitely leave him absent. I I think um, uh, at this point in his career, I think he should be done. It's that's it. Like done. Like you you brought disgrace to the league. And I'm just like saying this right now. Like if he's like proven guilty, but regardless, like you, you still like something happened. Obviously, you were hurt, and I I know painkillers and alcohol don't mix. And I I'm not sure if that's the the point in case, but. It's just it's not a good look for the league and and not a good look for women either. Like you, you can't do that. Uh, I don't care what it is. It's like yeah, um, and you know yeah. You know, I, I, the, oh, go, go ahead. No, I, I no, I was just gonna say too. It, it's not a, like you talked about. It's not a good look, and it it's like the one other little thing too that we want to talk about for a wrap up with like Logan Thompson. You know, he he's trying to put a cancer ribbon on his helmet, and the league's not letting him do that. That's another thing that's not a, a good look for the league. I mean, it's just kind of those things. You, you you alluded to it too early in the show about the cancer jerseys too, not being able to wear them in warm-ups. So, you know, it's just it just things that rub me wrong way. Like the stuff with Chicago, I, I think, was all completely mishandled. Um, it was a horrible situation. Uh, you know, if if Lucic is guilty, right, uh, then, yeah, I, I, I hope that they do like what you said, boot him out. But... I don't know. I'm really curious. And that's the only thing that disappoints me is I feel like some of these issues that go on with the league, you know, I, I feel like it's um, selective enforcement, I guess, is the way I'll put it. I, I don't know how else to put it, Eddie. Yeah, perfect, perfect word. And I, I, I'm i not trying to be over here like, oh, he, he, he's guilty, he'll prove innocent, whatever. No, I'm just, I'm looking at what I've been reading in the facts and it just, it sucks. And I had to grow up with, uh, you know, my mom is awesome, and she's been through the, like domestic violence, so I really, I really have a, a soft spot for that. But it's, man, this league does not need this this kind of bull crap and everything. But and if, if he uh, he gets fined guilty of it, I hope he never touches foot in the ice again. And I hope his family, his wife, they get the help they need, and they can move forward from that. So I'm sending my love to them and my prayers to them as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, last thing really is just uh, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, this oh, is coming yeah. up this week. All right, time's flying. I, I feel like 2024 is I mean, it's almost here. Holy crap. But, um, you know, if you're listening to this because the show is going to be posted, uh, the you know, the beginning of the week of Thanksgiving. So um, just want to hope everybody has a happy, safe holiday. Um, and you guys have been awesome. Uh, I started redoing the never say die shirts. I already got a bunch of orders. Uh, you guys are going nuts on that. Cause you know, we've been coming back in the third period. Uh, I'm going to have some purple or plum ducks and pucks hats, uh, coming our way too, as another new thing. So, you know, doing some other new stuff and, uh, you know, just keeping it rolling. So, uh, I love the excitement and the enthusiasm for you guys. Uh, I, I ran into a bunch of people at that game at Florida that came up to me and said, hi, just random people. Um, other people that said they saw me and they were like afraid to say hi. I'm like, just say hi. It's you know, well, dude, it's, you're fucking like six foot tall or six eight tall. Like, fuck, <laughs> yeah, <dude>. six four. <laughs> yeah, six uh, four. Uh, I'm I'm a gentle giant. I'm a gentle giant. But yeah, no, you know, if you see, if you see me, come say hi. If you see Eddie and I, come say hi. So uh, I'll give it to you, Eddie, for any last words as uh, we close out here. Yeah, I just want to uh, Thanksgiving. I want to say I'm thankful for um, I'm thankful for you, Mike. Um, you have. Uh, you're my brother. Like I, I've never met someone like you. I just I can relate to you and, and feel like from day one we've just been we've been number one. Like it's just it's cool. I, I love that. 
So I'm really uh, thankful for that. I'm thankful for all the fans that, that keep giving us and pumping our tires and that keep watching our show or listening to our show and commenting and everything like that. And um, this year has been really hard for me and everyone has been there for me. Mike, you've been a pillar in my life. Uh, you and your wife are at my dad's funeral. That meant a lot to me and I really appreciate that. So I'm really thankful and just, you know, for Thanksgiving, and just, I'm thankful for the, to have you and your wife and, and everyone else that's, that's been there. So, so thank you for that. Yeah, I'm, and I'm thankful for you too. I mean, we've been having a lot of fun with the hockey stuff and the podcast and hanging out and chewing out the refs and dropping F-bombs and drinking beer and <laughs> all kinds of stuff. So it's been great, <laughs> you know, and uh, same with everybody out there. Uh, we've met a, a lot of people uh, through this as well, and we appreciate the support and hanging out with you guys. Um, it's been a blast. Again, I hope everybody you have a happy and safe uh, Thanksgiving. We'll uh, you know, be back with another show sometime after that. We've kind of been doing it every two weeks, but we, we kind of put this one out a little bit early because uh, obviously Thanksgiving week, and we're both really, really uh, just busy with our schedules and whatnot. So, But again, uh, uh, appreciate your guys' support. We're thankful for every one of you, and let's go Ducks!